0: Hi Adam, it's uh, Hi, Adam. great to see you again, um, so it's been almost exactly a year since you were at Christchurch and we prayed you on your way, mm. a
1: lot's happened since then, so tell us about it. Yeah, it's been a, a great time, Uh of challenging things as well, but I've obviously been in Japan now for nearly six months, And so I learned a lot about language and culture and church and and myself and the Lord in this time. I had a really positive time in Singapore for my orientation course, kind of with different OMF missionaries going all over East Asia. And then traveling to Japan, spending a few days in Tokyo area, getting orientated to the organization here. And then, yeah, moving to, to Hirosaki in the north, which is a city about the size of York. And settling in eventually getting my own apartment getting into a routine getting into a form of life here and seeing what the lord's doing both in the church in other people's lives and working on me in my own life as well so i feel you know often i walk to church every day it's a 20 minute walk and i look up at the the buildings and i think this isn't england This, this is definitely japan and i'm just so thankful uh, to the Lord and for all the people and the support that's made that possible uh, to bring me here and I rejoice every time it's not got old yet that that I'm still here so
0: <laughs> well yeah, you're you're looking well and um, yeah you're obviously kind of managing to get by and figure out how to eat and you know get around and things <laughs> like that so that's, that's yeah. obviously a really good sign and when you were here with us kind of kind of, this time last year, you said that Japanese is one of the most difficult languages mm. for English speaking people to learn.
1: Yeah. So
0: how have you been getting on with it? And um, do you have any funny language mishap stories that you can share with us?
1: Yeah, so um, huge point for praise and continued prayer is actually, although I was so anxious, terrified about the language learning, Um, language learning is not my strong suit I didn't think the Lord has been really really good and actually I've progressed really really well with with my language at least my teachers tell me so you know I often feel still very frustrated that I don't know more but I'm able to have conversations and, and talk to people in Japanese now and start various things in Japanese the end of this month I'll be giving my whole testimony about seven or eight minutes talk in Japanese in front of the OMF church here So really grateful for that. But of course, lots of mishaps on the way. And one which comes to mind is how a a single vowel can make such a difference in in how you say something. So there's there's two words in Japanese that sound very similar. There's suwarimasu and sawarimasu. And the difference between those two is is night and day. So it's one thing to stand before church and say suwatte kudasai, which means please sit down. And to say kudasai, which means please touch <laughs> i mean what you're supposed to be touching i don't quite know um, but let's just say that that, that I, i've made some mistakes with those with those two words <laughs> um, which has less people rather confused until they realized what i actually meant
0: <laughs> uh, i imagine it must be quite um humbling in a way kind of obviously going from being a very fluent english speaker to um yeah starting starting again with a completely new language how, how have you
1: found that it's definitely humbling um probably the most humbling experience was a few weeks after i moved into my apartment i had a major water problem where water was coming up through the floorboards and i live on the the first floor of an apartment block so that really should not be happening um and i i at that time had no idea not only who to really call but if I did call someone, it would be in Japanese and I'd have no idea to how even to explain what was going on in my apartment to try and get help. Um, and so, yeah, that was a very deeply humbling time. And the whole process of language learning in general is, is deeply humbling, You know, still, after all this time, sometimes just getting a mental block on a simple word and forgetting what the word for church is or forgetting what the verb for to ride the bus is. And you just think, I know this, I've said it a thousand times and yet it's gone. (laughs) Um, Very different to English in my experience there, obviously. And one of the things I really prayed before I came was that the Lord wouldn't use this to to humble me and to grow me in my reliance on him. And a childlike faith would come out of the childlike experience of learning a new language. And I think the Lord has definitely been, been answering that prayer And I'm very grateful for that, even though it isn't always a very pleasant experience to um, just not be able to convey what you want to convey because you just don't know the words and how to to go about doing so. Um, Many challenges, but I'm very blessed with really good Japanese teachers and really kind Japanese teachers. So I'm very grateful for that. Oh,
0: that's amazing. So you're now about six months into your time living in Japan now. So yeah. what are some of the biggest day-to-day differences that you notice from living in Japan to living in the UK? Um, are there any particular home
1: comforts that you've been craving mm. or missing? I think the biggest differences is, um, in Japan it's very much the shame and honour system. And so, how you talk to people, the words that you use, the grammar that you use, the body posture that you use, changes depending on the person and the context. Even to the point of how I talk to my teachers in class and outside of class are two completely different ways of talking. But that's something really difficult to wrap your head around. Um, and, And you make mistakes and it's challenging. And so that, that's one kind of like really obvious change to being here and how I have to think and process things. One thing that I really miss, really, really miss is English chocolate. I've got to be honest, chocolate here. It's just not very sweet. I, I just, just to have a, a Cadbury's dairy milk that, that soft, sweet chocolate that that would be really nice. <laughs> I, I really <laughs> miss share it package, with the, the
0: stuff. It full of dairy. milk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Right. I, I know that Easter's coming up and Cadbury's cream eggs are probably appearing in shops. And oh, yeah, I I, I would love one of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've still not found good, like actually good, Japanese chocolate yet. They, they have a much um different. It's a different palette do we have in England, and so sweet things. If you were to bake a cake in Japan, you'd have to significantly reduce the amount of sugar that you would normally put in it in the UK. Otherwise, it would just be too sweet, sweet for them. But okay. I love sweet things, and so wow. <laughs>
0: okay. yeah. Um, so obviously, you're you're not just in Japan for an adventure, um, mm. although it is one. Uh, you're you're there to share the good news of Jesus with the people of Japan. So. Just from the first six months or so that you've been there on the ground, how has that shaped your understanding of the, the spiritual needs of the country as a whole?
1: Mm. Yeah, so there's three language teachers at the church where I, I, I'm i with OMF. I had classes with all of them, and none of them are baptised yet. They would all say they love Jesus, and they all pray, and they read their Bible, and they go to Bible study. They go to church. But they're not baptised. And in Japan, if you're not baptised, you're not a Christian. You're, you're, you're a seeker, but you're not actually a Christian. And the reason they've not got baptised is the amount of pressure from society and families to actually take that public step. It's such a huge thing to do so. It's, it's risking sacrificing so many different parts of your culture, your identity, your relationships one teacher for example they wanted to get baptized last year but their mother who's quite elderly said you have to wait until i die it'd be too shameful for the family if you got baptized before then another teacher um, and they've really come on in their faith uh, in the past six months and they've actually started talking about getting baptized whereas when i first arrived it wasn't even on the cards because their family back home, the one thing they said when she left to university 20 years ago or so was, whatever you do, don't change your family religion. End of. And so there's there's immense pressure there. And I think that's really made me reflect a lot more on what sacrifices people can have to make uh, to, to accept Jesus, to take up the cross and follow him. And what that looks like in different cultures and different societies is different in different parts of the world. In England, we're very blessed. And I don't think I really realized that enough, that it's actually possible in England and not unheard of for someone to just turn up at church and start to learn about Jesus and then just say, right, I want to be baptized. I love Jesus. It's not complicated. It's very complicated here. And there are so many spiritual chains of the enemy which are binding people which they don't even realize are there just from living and growing up and being part of japan and its deeply spiritual culture uh, which the lord needs to break each one of those chains before they can really make that commitment to christ so the spiritual nature of evangelism really really becomes apparent the need for years of prayer and dedication and loving someone before they take that step
0: yeah,
1: yeah that, that that's been a really growing point for me while I've been here already but great to see the Lord at work uh,
0: absolutely both yeah. in the
1: church and I'd like to think through my own witness and testimony and sharing of the faith with my language teachers especially
0: yeah absolutely wow and I mean that that sense of really having to go all in on Jesus and just the the wider mm. repercussions obviously we're we're about you know in the season of lent and uh is is kind of right here and and obviously that's the time when we reflect on Jesus call to take up our cross and follow him but you know from what you're saying it's it's very much a reality in a way for 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 japanese believers that that perhaps mm. isn't quite so much for, for for those of us here in the uk yeah.
1: so, so so an example there is um I spoke to one of my language teachers today about Lent. They don't tend to do Lent in evangelical churches in Japan, but she's been speaking to me a lot. And so it rubs off a bit when you're, you know, an Anglican minister and things. And she decided largely to to give up wine during Lent. In Japan, Christians don't tend to drink, but she's not baptized yet. So, you know, she, she likes a glass of wine. But then she realized that if she gives up wine for Jesus, for a period even... There's like a parent-teacher-associating Thanksgiving dinner where people would be expected to drink alcohol and wine in Japan. And to not do so would be seen as really strange. And you're making a statement and you're causing an issue and you're causing problems by not drinking in that context. And so she's like, so is it okay to not drink on that occasion? Or do I have to say I'm not drinking? And if I do, how do I explain that? Do I say this is a Chris?" But if I say it's a Christian thing, they were like, are you a Christian? Yeah. And that would change how I think of her and her family and her children and all sorts of things. And so even something as simple as doing Lent, you know, it it can really change here how, how things go. You can't just lap off doing something a bit different in Japan in that way. Yeah.
0: Wow. OK. So... I guess we could carry on talking for for ages, but can you can you give us an idea? how can we be praying for you and how can we pray praying for your ministry in Japan at the moment?
1: Yeah, so a few prayer points main prayer point really would be that my language learning would continue to go well and progress in in the Lord's time. I think that's something which I feel people's prayers very much lifting me through language learning, but it it needs to continue. I need to keep growing if I'm to to really minister effectively here in Japan. So pray for language learning. Pray for my, my my health and schedule. Things are really, really busy. There's a lot of complicated pastoral ministry I'm doing as part of being like a chaplain to short-term workers at the moment. And it needs a lot of wisdom, but it's also very draining. And so prayers just around that chaplaincy would be appreciated. And then... More generally, I think, you know, for ministry terms of things, I think that the prayer would be twofold. One, I'm meeting the bishop, the Anglican bishop of the northern part of Japan on Tuesday the 13th, is it, I believe? Day before Valentine's Day. Um, Just pray around that and pray whenever it comes from that meeting that the Lord would give wisdom about how best to interact with the Anglican church here in Japan. What does he want? Me to do in that context, and then pray for the OMF Church here. Pray that this year we do see a number of baptisms from the language teachers and others who've been going to the church for years now, but haven't felt able to make that step. We really feel that if just one of these adults takes that step to actually get baptized, it would cause a cascade of the others having the confidence to do so. And so pray for. Pray for people to take that step this year of of getting baptized and giving their life officially, formally to Jesus. Would be a huge prayer.
0: Wow, brilliant! Well, we would love to, uh, to 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 pray for you now, um, uh, and we'll, we'll we'll carry on praying into all of those things as well. So, finally, before we do that, if people want to kind of follow your work uh, and your ministry a little bit more closely, how can they do that?
1: Yeah, so I have a monthly prayer letter and also a somewhat frequently updated YouTube channel, which kind of follows my life here in Japan. And if you want to join that prayer letter, the easiest thing to do is to send me an email. And I have an email address on the bottom of those prayer letters. So maybe Steve could give you a copy of a previous prayer letter. You can see what it's like and then send me an email. And also my YouTube channel has an address at the top of those prayer letters as well. And I'd love you to come on board with praying with me and I for you as well. If there's anything you want prayer of at that point, then just let me know. And I'm happy to, to pray for you. This is about a partnership between the churches across the world and loving and serving Jesus together.
0: That's yeah. great. Thank you. Well, let, let me let me let me pray for you now and then we'll uh, let you go. So, Father God, we just thank you so much for your faithfulness to Adam over the past year. Lord, that you've led him on this journey of, uh, of sending him over to Japan. We thank you for all the way that you've led him through uh, the, the the support raising that he was doing, through the, the the training, the orientation in Singapore to his landing and to through all his language learning, through all the culture learning that he's been doing. Lord, we thank you for your goodness to him. Lord, we pray uh, that you would keep encouraging him in his language learning especially, give him patience with that. We pray uh, that you would uh, just help him, Lord, to to rest amid the, the busyness and the exhaustion of, of just trying to give out uh, so much, but also trying to do that in, uh, in a context where just speaking everyday sentences is enormously wearing. Lord, I pray that you would uh, just bless your your people in, in Japan as well, Lord. We pray uh, for, for growth in your church. We pray especially for these, uh, the, these language teachers and those who are on the fringes of the church, who are exploring faith, who are growing in their knowledge of you. Lord, we pray that you would break through and give courage to say, yes, I want to be baptized. This is who I am, and I'm willing to take yes, up my cross. And so, Lord, we pray, bless Adam and bless this ministry and bless your church in Japan. And we ask it in Jesus' mighty name.
1: Amen. 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 Thank you, Steve.
0: Amen. Thank you so much for, for, for joining us in this way. And uh, we look forward to hearing more. And obviously, we'll keep praying for you as well.
1: Thank you. God, God bless. bless.